you're affected by anything you hear on this podcast or you just want to talk, please reach out to someone for help and support. You can also get in touch with Man Blues via manblues at gmx.com. We also have a presence on Twitter or X, as well as on Instagram and Mastodon. We're not qualified to help, but we can listen. Please don't suffer in silence. I'm Leon Deggs, and I have Man Blues. This week's show is all about beer. Hello, and welcome to this Man Blues episode. We are discussing beer. Beer, beer, we want more beer, we want more beer, we want more beer. Okay, so... Again, this feels like a rather niche and particular topic, but I'm pretty certain there will be other people out there, just like you and me, who may have an aversion to the beer. And by beer, I'm referring specifically to the fizzy stuff that comes in either pint glasses or uh, 500ml bottles or 500ml glasses that you can get in the pubs and the clubs pretty much all around the world in various shapes and sizes. Now, the reason I have a problem with beer is because, well, there's three potential reasons. I mean, again, I've made some copious notes for this episode. I don't just wade through this blindly. I don't think I'm very fond of the taste. Now, as an 18-year-old, prior to me sort of... Because that's the legal drinking age in the UK. So prior to me turning 18, I'd mostly drunk cider. Because, you know, I wasn't necessarily the best of kids. I was a bit of a tearaway. I used to hang around with the wrong kind of people and would go drinking at nights, drinking these bottles of cider. Now, when my 18th birthday turned around and I became a legal age drinker, I went into a pub with some older men and they basically, they bought me a pint of lager, which is more like a Pilsner or, a, you know, kind of like a, a light beer. And I didn't like the taste. So when they bought the next drink, I said, I don't want that. I'd like a pint of cider instead. So cider is just fizzy fermented apples, it's also alcoholic, and it's about the same percentage of alcohol, like 4 or 5% as a lager is. But I spent the rest of the evening drinking this cider. Now of course, I say of course, it might not be of course, because of course suggests there's an obviousness to it, but cider is not as easy drinking as lager is. And certainly wasn't back in the day. They didn't have the idea of having cider and black, which is like with a shot of um, sort of blackcurrant flavoured cordial. But... The point is, is that I had five or six pints of this cider, having, you know, kind of blooded myself on bottles of cider as I was growing up, and it hit me really hard, and I then decided I have to change from cider to something else, because I just couldn't sustain that level of drinking. But the problem was, at the time, there was no such thing as Alcopops. Now, if you don't know what an Alcopop is, that's the kind of the British term for a sort of a like a Smirnoff ice or, a, you know, a, a vodka and, and lemonade or something like that in a bottle. I think the first ones that came out were called Hooch and it was like cloudy lemonade with vodka in it. And it was really nice because it was a refreshing drink and it got you the same level of drunk as a pint of lager would. But the difference was these bottles were smaller in volume. They didn't have quite as much liquid in them. And that meant that it was more enjoyable in terms of you could you could drink more of it without feeling full. Or you could drink the same number of bottles without feeling as full as if you'd have had a whole 500ml of beer. Now, as I got older, and I've said before, maybe not on the podcast, but I've definitely said it in real life, 
as you get older, your tastes change. You might suddenly find that thing that you've never had or never tasted since you were a child might actually be appealing to you now. One example for me was prawns or shrimp, if you prefer. I, as a child, hated that, never touched it. I don't know what it was associated with, but as I grew older, I'd always avoided it. And then a friend of mine just said, just try this. And we tried this prawn and it was delightful. And I've been eating prawn ever since. So as you get older, your taste buds adapt and change to new styles, new tastes, new things that you're interested in. And the same applied to beer. So as I got older, I found that I enjoyed it more. But I started with the fizzy Pilsner stuff. You know, the light beers that are just basically fizz and not much taste. And then I moved from those onto bitters. And now bitters are, they're like a lager, but there's less fizz. They're a bit more sort of, I don't even know how to do it. They're more full-bodied, I suppose. There's less fizz and they're a darker colour. And then you move from that onto real ales. And then punk ales come out. Um, and I'm alright with that. I don't need to go down that route. I'm not a particular fan of craft ale. And as you can see, just by me explaining these different types of beer that you can get even in the UK, where you've got lagers and bitters, and then you've got mild, and you've got real ales and craft ales, and then you've got punk stuff, there's an awful lot of choice out there. So there ought to be something that I could enjoy. However, I discovered that I'm not really a fan of beer. And I'm definitely not a fan of these punk ales. I can literally leave them. There is no take it or leave it. I can just leave it. And because... For someone who doesn't really like beer, I'm definitely not a fan of this new take on what is known in Britain as the IPA. Now, IPA used to stand for Indian Pale Ale, and I believe it now stands for Independent Pale Ale, and sometimes it stands for Independent Punk Ale. And that's just a twist on beer that I don't think I like. They tend to taste a little more sour to me, but that's by the by. And that... Well, I say that's by the by. Maybe that's the reason. Maybe in the beer, maybe something in the brewing process. Maybe I've got a yeast allergy or something. I don't know. But it just doesn't taste nice to me. Now, my second reason for discussing beer as a topic on the podcast is because I personally don't like who I turn into when I get drunk. But I fear that might be for another episode. But my third point of discussing beer is... I was wondering whether there is some male stigmatism applied if you don't drink beer. Are there some traditional associations with beer that are no longer healthy? I mean, look at American college culture. Sure, I've only experienced it from what I see in movies and stories that are told, but that thing where they have the beer pipes, you know, where they're holding the beer in the air and drinking it as fast as possible, they're punching holes in the can to drink it quicker, they have competitions to see who can drink the most, who can drink the fastest... And I just think that's a little bit unhealthy, but that might belong to the whole American college culture thing. It's kind of like a rite of passage. Sure, fine, okay. Now, in October 2018, a poll found that 62% of the male drinkers they surveyed chose beer, preferred it, compared with 19% of women who were surveyed. Now, that 19% is not true based on what I experienced at university, but okay. So what are we saying? Well, my problem kind of came to the front when I was dieting and losing weight. And the diet I was on meant that I had to be very careful with my calorie intake. Beer has a lot of calories. Vodka has very few in comparison. And when I was drinking vodka with Diet Coke, I was getting a lot more out of it. So I was out with friends and I was in the middle of this diet and I'd done really well and they could see that the weight had come off. 
but they kept asking me if I wanted a beer all night, like as though they felt uncomfortable buying a long drink or a mixer for a man. Am I not allowed to enjoy a long drink? Do I have to drink a pint of lager or half a liter of lager to be respected? I mean, it kind of taps into the stereotype of a man sitting there with his beer and his wife sat next to him with a glass of white wine. So what's my problem? Well, I do drink beer, but it's never for enjoyment. I tend to have one or two beers to ease myself into the evening. Now that may sound already like too much for people who don't even like beer and maybe don't even like drinking, but I'm a much bigger fan of whiskey. I've even dabbled with gin cocktails. That was until I discovered that gin gives me a particular kind of hangover, which at my age isn't great. Because when you're young, for some reason the hangover is you can deal with them in an hour or two and you feel great. Then you get into your 30s and you start to lose half a day. You get into your 40s, you lose a whole next day. Get into your 50s, goodness alone knows. See, I've had a lot of nights out as a young man drinking lots of beer with these friends of mine. But now these friends of mine expect me to continue drinking beer. So it's very difficult for me to sort of turn up and kind of say, yeah, I don't really drink that anymore, but how about let's have a, let's have a sample of a whiskey. Look, they've got some nice whiskeys. That's not what my friends do. My friends go out, they drink the beer in the volume because that's what they've always done. And it makes me feel like an outsider now. It makes me feel like an imposter. Because, yeah, I used to do it, but I don't do it anymore. And also, I find that with beer, it makes me feel very bloated, de- And it doesn't matter which type of beer I have, if I have the lager pilsner type, which is very fizzy and you burp a lot, or if you have the bitter, which is kind of like a liquid bread meal, or you have a stout, which is even thicker and heavier, I find that no matter what it is, I end up full of gas and air. Plus there's the volume of drink as well. Whiskey is a shot that is sipped and savoured. But a beer, a pint of beer, is 568 millilitres of liquid. That's a lot. And if you hear stories of, you know, I mean, some Brits tend to overdo it. Most Brits tend to overdo it. But you hear stories of people saying, oh, I went out last night and I had 10 pints. 10 pints is five litres, give or take. Five litres of beer. Now, the volume alone just floors me. And I've done that before where I've come home and I thought, how many pints did I have? Oh, gosh, I've had seven, I've had eight. It's a lot. It's a lot of liquid. And there's all these little stories that you have about breaking the golden seal. Now, if you've never heard that phrase before, you're welcome. But breaking the golden seal is when you're on a night out and you're having a few beers, and you're having any kind of drinks, the breaking of the golden seal is the very first time you need to go to the bathroom to relieve yourself for your comfort break. Once you break that golden seal, you'll tend to find that 10 minutes, 20 minutes later, you feel as though your bladder's full again and you need to go again. That's the kind of the peril of drinking that volume of liquid. I've never needed to break the golden seal when I've been drinking whiskey because I'm drinking three centiliters, 30 mil, not 500 mil. Because if I drank 500 mil of whiskey, it would probably kill me. So the positivity is, guess what? You don't have to drink beer. It took me a long time to realize, but if these people are really your friends, they will care more that you're out with them than about what you're drinking. It might take time for them to adjust, but they will understand. Now, the reason I say that is because that's the path I ended up taking. Those friends of mine who I was out with when I was 18 years old, I drank what they drank because I thought that's what you did. And then years later, I realized you didn't have to drink what everyone else drinks. You can drink something that you like. 
and it was when my son was first going out with friends and we were, he was asking me what he can drink and I was like, have whatever you want. And that's when I realized that you don't have to have a pint of lager just because that's what people think you should have. You can have anything that's behind the bar. In fact, there's no reason to drink at all. If you want to avoid that as well, just try to organize something with your friends that doesn't revolve around drinking. You may get less uptake with your friends because they may associate you and going out with drinking, but it doesn't hurt. Why not try going for a meal instead or even going to the cinema? Somewhere where people have to drive to and from the venue means that they're either having to organize being picked up or they're not drinking. In short, just be strong. If you don't like drinking beer for whatever reason, don't drink it. And remember, disliking beer doesn't make you odd or an outsider. It's all about personal taste. And with so many options out there, it's entirely possible that you're going to find a brew that you might enjoy. And if you still find yourself in the I don't like beer camp after some exploration, that's perfectly okay. The same can be said of whiskies. If you want to dabble into whiskies, it's a tricky thing to get into without proper guidance. But you will find a whiskey that you like. You will. So I'm Leon Deggs. It's your round, and I'd like a vodka and diet coke, please. Or a single malt. Thank you for listening. <laughs>